What's up, Owl Nation? My name is Bryce Gobert, and on this Owl Network exclusive, I had the chance to go one-on-one with Owl's fifth-year volleyball player, Lainey Van Treese. We got the chance to take a deep dive into her career weekend in the Kennesaw State Invitational and also look ahead for the Xavier Tournament and conference play coming up later next week. I'm here with Lainey Van Treese, Kennesaw State volleyball player. Lainey, a big weekend for the Owls, now in your fifth year here with the program. What has it been like to be a member of this team? Um, I think, first of all, the fifth year thing is kind of new, right? Like it was something that came in with COVID and an extra year of eligibility. And that's something every team's kind of worked through the past few years. But regardless, every year a team has a new kind of identity and a new kind of thing they're focusing on, a culture, whatever you want to say. Like our program has the culture that we strive for no matter what but every year looks a little different. And so I think the fact that as a fifth year, I've gotten to see four different versions of Kennesaw State Volleyball, it gives us, me, Shelby, Emma, and other seniors a little bit of an extra, like, we know what we're doing. And now we have to lead everybody else and show the younger ones the ropes because we do have a little bit more experience in that regard because of the extra year. And so I think it's helped us take on a lot of a leadership role and be able to see a team as like a unit and a like we know what works and what doesn't so let's go for it kind of thing so you mentioned kind of having to step up and lead lead those younger players last season you recorded 98 kills throughout the entire 2022 year we're now only nine games into the season you currently sit at 81 what has it been like for you seeing the ball a little bit more this year and how have you had to adjust um it comes with having a little bit of a new role you know one good thing that Kennesaw State Volleyball has always had is a lot of depth. So in my position as an outside hitter for four of my five years, I had either Danny Ballou or Lauren Chastang in front of me. And those are two really big names in this program. And so I got to sit back and learn from them and watch their game. And my role was a little bit different. It was, I was the depth. I was the, like, however you would say, like the sub, the, the backup, the kind of like come in and fix something if it's not working, be ready to go all the time, um, wherever I may be needed. Whereas this year, you know, I kind of stepped into that role that was Lauren or was Danny in previous years. And so I think I've been able to take what I learned through those past four years of, you know, I always had to be ready to go. I always had to be paying close attention of like how I could score, how I could make a difference, whether it was leadership in my voice when I got on the court or whether it was just seizing an opportunity when I got out there and finding a way to kill the ball. So I've been able to use those things to translate into kind of a more big role, quote unquote, and use the things I learned through leadership, through watching two phenomenal outsides in front of me from trying to learn how to make a difference right away and carry that through a full game instead of partial. Carrying it through a big, a big game. We saw it a lot this weekend. Not only was it a big weekend for the team, but it was for you as well. A career high weekend for you with 16 kills versus Wake Forest. Did learning from players like Lauren Chastang and Danny Ballou help you turn up your game to another level for where you're at right now? Absolutely. You know, on top of being really, really great volleyball players that are in record books for different reasons in this program, um, Danny and Lauren were two of my best friends. So 
I learned from them off the court, whether it was a mental toughness game, whether it was leadership on a team, how to make a difference. And I also learned in the physical of watching them do their job successfully. And so I can lean on the things that I learned from them over the past few years and find a way to score, you know, outsides get the majority of the balls because when things go wrong, you can jack a high ball up out there and <laughs> hope somebody can swing and score. And so I can use like shots that I learned from them, things I saw them do to score. But more importantly, I think what helps me really turn it up is, you know, taking the pressure off of myself. Athletes a lot of times worry about, you know, stats or how well we're doing or whatever. And when you take that off and you look at your teammates and, you know, if Lou's giving me the sets that she's giving me, I want to kill the ball for her. If our defense is making crazy plays to get the ball up, I want to kill the ball for them because I know they're working hard. And so it's kind of taking the pressure off of me and whether or not I'm doing good and instead looking towards my teammates that I know are working hard and my coaches that I know love us and want us to succeed and realize at the end of the day, it's just a game. And I don't play for, you know, myself or my accolades. I play for my teammates. I play for the Lord. I take off the pressure of, you know, doing the right things or being the good one on the court. And I feel like there's more success that comes from that than any other type of way to look at it, I guess. Did you have a feeling going into that Wake Forest game that it may have been a special night or were you kind of surprised by it? Honestly, I was surprised. I'm sure I would love to answer and tell you that I knew that it was going to be great. But um, our first set was kind of slow, not for everybody else, but even me offensively going into that second set. I was like, it's a little bit harder to score than I was expecting it to be. And, you know, that's where taking like looking outside of myself comes into play because if I looked at just me and what I did in that first set it wasn't that impressive but when I looked at my teammates and I was like okay Lou's setting the ball she's she's moving the ball around for us our defense is making big plays you know Wake Forest has some really great players great arms and they're making good plays so it's not about whether or not I'm killing the ball as much as I want to it's I know I'm being put in good situations, so I'm going to do it for those girls. So the feeling wasn't there necessarily from the beginning of, oh, I'm feeling it, like I'm ready to go. It came from watching what my teammates were doing and seeing how much they believed in me to do my job. And the more comfortable I got, the more that feeling came into play. And by the end, I was like, you know what? Give me the ball. I, we can. We got this. Like, let's go. There was a lot of fun moments this past weekend, especially I think most memorable for y'all and probably one of the most memorable wins this season going down the stretch will be Saturday versus Mississippi State. But it all came from, you know, having to come back from behind versus Wake Forest, lost the first set 25-23, came back, won the middle two sets 25-23 and 25-12. And then versus Mississippi State, losing the first two sets. How exciting was it to be a part of a win I guess we'll focus on Saturday, especially with a night like Griffin's game. Griffin's game is always one of the most important games in our program because of what it means when you have a family there that's going through something as difficult as the Hart family is that we know our own coach's family went through at one point. And even a lot of our families have gone through similar situations in our program. 
it really puts things in perspective of, you know, we're going to play hard games and we're going to go through hard things as student athletes. It's not an easy job by any means, but there's always somebody that's going through something harder and we have a chance to play with true joy and gratefulness of what we get to do and the opportunities we have and use them to help somebody else. So I think having that perspective really put us in the mindset of we were ready to fight back regardless of what happened that night against Mississippi State being down 0-2. I think the theme of what that night was translated into that game in that way. But I also think, you know, I talked a little bit Friday night after the game about how we're pretty evenly split in our roster. We have, you know, five or six older players that have been here for a long time, especially with three fifth years. Like I said earlier, it's not necessarily necessarily normal. And we have a lot of players that are freshmen or sophomores that are still newer to it. And that split keeps us very balanced between experience and, you know, like new bright-eyed, bushy-tailed kind of look at college athletics which is great, but the fact that we are that young in our depth and we were able to show our maturity and be down 0-2 and come back, that's a really hard thing to do for any program in any kind of game, whether it's a big name, whether it's a you know ch- children's cancer game, whatever game it is, that's a really hard thing to do. And so to be this early in the season, with as many young players as we have and new things that we're doing to be able to show the maturity of it doesn't matter if we're down 0-2, we're going to figure out how to win this. That's huge for our team um, that we were able to do that already. And I think that that's going to show in conference later when things start getting harder, when you're playing teams that you know a lot better and it's harder to beat them because the emotions are high. We already have proved that we can do that. And knowing that we have that in our back pocket is going to be huge for us. Do you feel that this past weekend, even though you didn't get the weekend sweep, set a tone for greater things to come, not only for yourself, but for this team? Absolutely. I think anytime you can get two big wins, especially five set wins, you know, do we love going to five sets all the time? Absolutely not. You know, that Friday night game got done at 10 o'clock at night. Like that's crazy. But I think we showed our resilience and our grit early on in a way that we haven't always done. Like I've been here for five years, obviously. I've seen a lot of different games and different Kennesaw State teams. And in the past, we've struggled a little bit early on with fighting through those early parts of being down sets or having to close in a fifth set. That's hard to do. It takes a lot of team chemistry and you know, playing together for a while to figure out how to do that. And I think the fact that we proved two nights in a row that we can do that early on is huge. Like I said, even just having the mentality of we've done this before when our backs were against the wall and we've shown up and we've gotten it done, that does set a tone for really great things because the physical game, the stuff that happens on the court, offense, defense, that's going to keep getting better with time the more we play, no matter what happens. Like the more games we have, the better all of those things are going to get. It's the mental stuff and the team chemistry that you really try to hone in on early on because you got to put a little bit more into that for it to keep growing. And I think since we did that, we know our 
volleyball game is going to get better as we keep playing, but we also know we're in a really good spot mentally and we have a lot to build on going into the rest of the season. Well, with the rest of the season, just a quick outlook on what's next. Looking to this weekend, a short stint at home last weekend, back on the road to Cincinnati to play Northern Kentucky and Xavier uh, with the conference schedule just coming up right around the corner. Um, what are you expecting for this weekend? And what are you expecting overall in conference play? This weekend, our main focus is closing out non-conference with some momentum and you know, a little bit of swagger going into conference with how we feel like we finished. Northern Kentucky and Xavier are both very good teams. And we talk all the time about how, you know, names in volleyball don't matter the same as they do in football. So while we love a huge wins against power five teams like Oregon State, Wake Forest, Mississippi State, those are huge wins that we earned and are really great wins. But it doesn't negate that the teams that we're playing this weekend are just as tough and just as important. And so I think we're just going to focus on taking those one game at a time and finishing out non-conference the best that we can. Obviously we want two wins going into conference eight and three would be huge, but I also think it's just cleaning up a little bit of the little bits and pieces before conference to get us in the best shape to start out. Well, we start with EKU who's on fire right now. And our conference, the Atlantic Sun, is every year very much like anyone can win on any given day. You never know what's going to happen. So making sure we finish with momentum and kind of fine-tune pieces of our game is our main focus this weekend. And going into conference, it's to be ready to win no matter who the opponent on the other side of the net is. Well, a lot to look forward to here from this program. want to transition now to a little bit more fun. You know, and you're in your fifth year. <laughs> But you mentioned it. You've kind of been in a little bit of that backup role. So for the Owls fans who may not know you as well, got some rapid fire questions here for them to get the chance to uh, to get to know you a little bit better. Perfect. First question, what is your major and your career goal? My undergrad, I graduated with um, in 2022 with sports management. Right now I'm working on my master's in business administration. Um, I would love to work in football in some capacity, whether it's college or NFL. I love the sport, and I think the business side of it would be fun. So that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. Favorite meal to cook? Oh, gosh. I knew this question was coming, and I still couldn't find my answer. I think I have to go with pasta just because it's easy and fast, and you can't ever go wrong with it. So I'll say that. I want to say it was Emma who had the same – Emma might have said tacos. I've, I've interviewed Claire and Emma so far, and one of them said pasta, so you're going to have to compare with the other. Oh, yeah. We'll have a house uh, cook-off with all the roommates. <laughs> there you go. What is your uh, favorite place that you have gotten to play? Me, personally, I love going to Allen Arena in Lipscomb because, you know, Nashville's as close to hometown as I can get. And I always have a lot of family and friends show up. So that atmosphere is really fun for me as far as in the gym. If we're talking out of the gym, Montana this past season, I think it would be hard to top that because that trip was fantastic. All right. So if it was good up there and it doesn't have to be a restaurant in Kennesaw, but favorite restaurant either to go or sit down or it can be both too. Favorite restaurant. Fast foods included. I mean, I feel like, the easy answer is Chick-fil-A, because how can you go wrong with Chick-fil-A? I Hard to. don't eat out that often. So I think that would be like, if I'm going to eat out somewhere, I'm probably going through a Chick-fil-A drive-thru. 
Hey, you know you're getting you're getting through that pretty fast, so not a not a bad choice. <laughs> what is your favorite season of the year? So fall, winter, spring, summer. Fall, one hundred percent. I know that's probably the most basic answer ever, but the weather, the sports, everything about it, it's perfect. Can't go wrong waking up on a Saturday with some college game day. Absolutely. Who is your favorite professional athlete? Jalen Hurts, no questions asked. If you have me on any social media, you probably know that, and you don't even want to know that, but he's my I want favorite. To say, Claire said the, I think you and Claire said the, share the same favorite athlete. Yeah, Claire, she told me about that. She was like, I wasn't even sure what to say, so I just took on you, and I knew his name because of how much you talk about him. Oh, that's funny. Dinner with a famous person, only one of them, can be passed away or alive. Who would it be? It's hard to not just go with Jalen Hurts, but since I just answered him, I'm going to go a different route. I think I would go Cody Johnson, country singer. I would love to pick his brain. We have a lot of the same beliefs and values. I love his music, so I think that would be a a really good night. Team is stopping on a road trip, or you're stopping on a road trip with a family. You get one snack and drink. What's your go-to gas station order? Drink is a rain, hands down. I have an unhealthy obsession with If I'm not mistaken, I saw one in your hand just a second ago. (laughs) Yep, there it is. If I could have an NIL deal with them, I would have already. But I don't know if the NCAA would like that. Um, snack? Ooh. Prob- any kind of chips, really. Like, I'm not a huge, like, gas station snack person, but I could find something if I was hungry enough. The main thing is the drink, obviously. You got it. Yeah, the drink is the most important part. You can't have it. <laughs> it's hard to go to a gas station and not get just a snack without a drink. You can't do that. Exactly. If you could play the role of any actor in any movie or TV show, who would you want to play? Oh, gosh. This is going to be a throwback, but I'm going to say Lila Garrity in Friday Night Lights because uh, Tim Riggins is probably my favorite character in a TV show of all time. So that would be a fun one. Friday Night Lights, I like it. If you could play any other sport uh, besides volleyball, what would it be? Mm, I think I, my usual answer to this would be soccer because it's just like very fast paced. But when I think about it, I hate running. So I'm going to go softball because I love watching the Women's College World Series. And I have a, a friend that plays college softball at Bama and they look like they have a great time. So we'll go softball. All right. Final two here I got for you. Do you have a pregame ritual um, either by yourself or with the team, any kind of superstition, anything like that? Um, most of our team is very weird about like what articles of clothing we're wearing. So like I wear leggings for every game and I have two pairs that I wear and that's it. But I never even wear them in practice. Um, we have, like I have some hair ties that I rotate around. Obviously, I always drink a rain. And then on the sidelines during the national anthem, I always pray right before our game. And that pretty much gets me through a whole routine. <laughs> Final thing. Is there anything you want to say to Owl Nation? Any shout outs you want to give? Um, any just any any just anything you want to say? I'll open it up to you. Um, shout outs. I want to shout out my parents because Obviously, they're the reason that I'm here. And, you know, this being my last season of volleyball ever, they're busting their butts traveling absolutely everywhere, which is a blessing. And I don't take that lightly. Um, As far as Owl Nation, just keep supporting us. This team is capable of really, really cool things. And when our gym is full, it's a really hard gym to play in. I think we saw that this weekend. So we're going to keep doing what we're doing. My teammates are the best that you can get. And 
we're growing together and we play for each other and it's a really cool thing to watch. So yeah, just keep supporting us and watch what this team's going to do this season because it's going to be big. Well, Laney, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, best of luck in Cincinnati and best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank you so much. The Owls take on Northern Kentucky in game one in the Xavier tournament tonight at 6 p.m. and will play Xavier tomorrow at 4. You can keep up with the games via the live stats or by following the team on Twitter slash X at KSU Owls VB.